Well, good morning. Good morning. Um, I have the flu. <laughs> I got so, it for Christmas. So, uh, how did you get it this time? Does anybody like around you have it? So the theory is that um, some some people will get the same bug and it'll manifest into different things. So, like, mm-hmm. you can get the flu and bronchitis from the same bug. And sometimes you'll get just one of them from the same bug. So, mm. what hap- What we think happened is my sister-in-law visited one of her friends. And she had a sick kid, but they didn't know it was wrong with the kid. Mm. But when my sister-in-law got home after Christmas, uh, she had bronchitis. And mine just turned out to be the flu. So. Yeah. That's the theory we have. But, you know, I'm in the food service and I'm around and talking to all kinds of strangers all day. So who knows? Maybe one of them just gave it to me by breathing near me. Yeah, my so. uh, my family is kind of in the same. <laughs> we're we're all living under quarantine uh, because my uncle, when he got home, he texted all of us and he was like, yeah. So woke up this morning with uh, no voice and. Uh, 101 fever, so... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we're all just, like, 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 looking around, looking at each other very dubiously. I love Um, the new, the news you get from a relative who just made it home, where it's like, guess what? I'm bedridden. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all might want to, want to check on that. Uh, if, if something particularly, uh, unsettling, if if there's, if there's a noise that comes out of me, I'll make sure to edit that out. I'll mute it. (laughs) When I'm when I'm reviewing this, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, I I was I was just telling Tim right. Before Sorry, there started. was there was more. I there I'm, I'm oh, trying there was to more. No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, there's plenty I have to talk about. I'm just getting quiet because I'm running a temperature <laughs> and I haven't been sleeping well. So oh my, you, <laughs> you're probably gonna have to. <clears throat> Regardless, everyone's gonna have to bear with me, but. You might have to um, cover for me a little bit. All right, I'll try. <laughs> I'm um, take some water. So I was just telling Tim right before we started uh, that I was I was really excited for uh, for this new format that we have for uh, watching the breakers and the burners and watching them in pretty pretty solid chunks, uh, so that we could talk about one per ep- or focus on one per episode. <clears throat> Um, yeah, and specifically, uh, the the main one that has me so excited is Fire Force because it is wrapping up next week. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, one that show is really awesome. But two, uh, I was actually watching the scene with uh, Hinawa and Arrow again, uh, just the other night, um, showing it to my wife. Uh, just she. She has very little interest when it comes to anime, but I'll show her the cool moments because I don't know some sort of self gratification. Um, but uh, <laughs> well, but, also, well, I mean, it's not weird to just want to show your significant other things. It's like, correct, hey, look at correct. this. I think this is really cool. <laughs> and she's like, uh, okay. In fact, uh, I sh- yeah. right after the Hinawa versus Arrow fight, she was pretty. She was pretty impressed at that. Um, Oh, yeah. I, I mean, showed... <laughs> good animation is good animation. Like, it doesn't matter right. what kind of thing you like. Like, uh, I think I, I shared a video. This is a terrible example because I probably would watch this anyway. But 
I shared a video <laughs> into our chat. Did I the, with like the uh, the tap dancing ghost or whatever? Uh, maybe I don't remember. Right I I think I did, but I can't remember if I did. But that was just like a video I found out of context, and I haven't seen the larger thing that it's from. Mm-hmm. But the animation is just so good and so entertaining that it's mm-hmm. like. This isn't normally what I watch, but this is good. Like, I'm going to watch this. <laughs> but but it's funny that you say that, because right after the Hinawa versus Arrow fight, which, like I said, she was pretty impressed at, I showed her the, the Shinra versus uh, show fight, oh. where, where all the footprints going around and then the slowing yeah. down time. Uh, but <laughs> she... So, a little context, my wife is pregnant right now. Yeah. Um, and uh, she 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 was like, okay, turn it off. And I was like, why? And she's like, it's making me sick. Like the oh. all the all the motion was just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> too much. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't think people usually get motion sickness from animation, mm-hmm. but that one's pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of motion in that. Um, <coughs> but uh, that has. Th- Watching that, especially, uh, and this new format where we're pretty much condensing it down into one chunk, uh, I am really excited to go down in, in depth with uh, Fire Force, especially with all the the themes and the, uh, I mean, the sick animation is really cool, but I think the themes are going to be really fun to talk about. Yeah. Um, especially I'm... with this most recent thing, is like what you pointed out with them literally going into hell to uh to get show yeah so god and whatever uh, whatever that demon thing is so yeah yeah uh so yeah i'm I'm glad we're we're switching this up to be more focused and Mm -hmm. it means that uh stuff like my hero can just kind of be in the background until we have enough episodes to watch where it'll be less frustrating and mm-hmm. we can talk about more than just this is really slow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even if it is slow, you know, if we have like four or five episodes to watch, something's gotta happen. I um, hope gosh. Yeah. Uh, and then also if there's something that I feel like I, we won't have enough time to get to that. If we're just talking about the one thing, we probably should be able to get to it. Yeah. So. Yeah, and um, I mean, like, there's there's been not necessarily pacing issues. I was thinking about Ahiro Nosora, um, but it's not necessarily that there's a pacing issue with the show. The show is pretty pretty high pace, uh, but yeah. it's multiple episodes for a single game, and I think that that'll be uh, it'll be good, especially with this focused uh, focused chunking. Uh, that yeah. we're going to be able to uh, to to get through an entire match in one episode or in one uh, podcast recording. Yeah, and so I don't know. It's it's nice to jump around. I like doing that. I like yeah. going from thing to thing while still being able to maintain focus in controlled bursts. Yeah, and so. Um, also, you know, I was I, thinking, um, should this. I have a feeling this one's going to be a little on the shorter side just because I feel like I'm going to run out of steam mm-hmm. sooner than I normally do. I mean, uh, that's what the flu does. 
Yeah, it it saps all your steam out, sucks it right out. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, we should have uh, whenever you go into a coughing fit, we should have like a little uh one of those we'll be back in a moment things. <laughs> the do 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 do. Yeah, Eric Andre one. Um. <clears throat> God, I forgot what I was going to say. All the coughs jarred my brain loose. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I, I was I was going to say, we'll, we'll talk about Naruto. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll talk about... Uh, what? God. We're talking about the format right now. Mm-hmm. But what I was thinking was that since this is the last episode of 2019, Ooh. do we maybe want... To do a sort of, like, switch over to a a season two for 2020, where it's like, this is the new format now? Yeah, that'd be a good idea. I mean, for what? This is episode 23? Yeah, this is 23. Okay, so we'd be one episode short of an anime season, but yeah, why not? Some anime seasons are are 20. If that's going to bother you... We we could. <laughs> we, no, it doesn't bother me. I was. Just... <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, it could just be like this is the new official format, and we could start with, uh, the big fire force discussion. Yeah, yeah, that would, that would be a really good season opener. So I think that that'd be a really good idea. Okay. Yeah, so we can do that, and uh. This is just like this is almost kind of like a, a an epilogue episode then mm-hmm. cuz I mean we're just talking about the first the first episode of Naruto Kai which is well, if anyone's then, forgotten it's the fan edit. Yeah. I think we should since this is an epilogue episode we should definitely um kind of analyze what we've gotten so far with Belt uh while oh, yeah. we're discussing uh, that's Naruto. A good idea. That's a good idea. That's smart. Let me get out the notes. Man, usually Tim is like on top of this when it comes to like the idea making. I'm sorry, dude. He's so sick. <laughs> I'm I'm worn out. <laughs> but I'm doing it. Like I I wanted to still do it. Mm-hmm. So uh what what do we want to start with then? We're talking about like the general analyzing what what we've done so far. Do we want to do that first and then get into the uh, Naruto Kai thing? Yeah, let's do that. So I made a list of what we've watched so far. Good. Oh, well, maybe. Thank I you. Think I, I think I made a list. Oh, oh no. Okay. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> well, maybe you made it and it didn't save. Maybe. Oh, no. <laughs> I got everyone's hopes up. <laughs> I'm sure they were at the edge of their seats. <laughs> uh, well, what I did was I I kept the good ones, um, like I I documented which ones were the good ones. So oh yeah, so you don't need Burst Angel or yeah Desert Punk. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, it's in alphabetical order. So let's see. We've got Gunbuster. We've got Megalobox, we've got SSSS Gridman, and then there was one other one. 
wasn't there? You're talking about the ones that we finished. And Astra Lost in Space. Yeah, I'm talking about the ones that we finished uh, that we can define as belt. Um, yeah. Kind of like a retrospective to look back at those. There, it's not going to be perfect because it is going to be memory and not, you know, fresh. Oh, yeah. um, well, I mean, but that narrows it down to only the things that we remember. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, that's it's a good way of... Uh, Separating guess, the wheat from the chaff. Yes. Because it's like, well, what did I remember? Yep. Alrighty. So, uh, what do you have written down uh, so far for what we've defined as belt? Uh, I should get a pen, and I should mm-hmm. get this down on a new page, because they're kind of scattered across a couple pages at this point. Okay. The ones that I kind of decided on. We've got, uh, so their legacy was a big, a big one. Yep. Uh, not just, like, the characters leaving a legacy, but legacy kind of being a theme, and, you know, what you're leaving behind for who comes after you seems to be a thing. Or there's a theme of like a, a, a parent or some kind of uh, parental figure. Well, it doesn't even have to be parental, I guess. It just has to be like some sort of like predecessor mm-hmm. that ha- has left something for you. So, you know, that ties into legacy. Yeah. Uh, come on. Where was this? I had, I had, like, a short list at some point. Oh, yeah. Potential's a big theme. Mm-hmm. So, like, realizing untapped potential or, you know... Uh... Well, in this, in this potential, you know, spiral power is potential. So right. sometimes it's given a name, and sometimes it's just... Potential. You know... <laughs> well, yeah, so, sometimes it's just the, the general understanding... I mean, almost all of these have younger characters. Like, you know, it's it's young people who are the main characters of these. And right. young people, you know, if if nothing, it's going to be about their potential. Because it hasn't been fully realized yet. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, wonder if there's, wonder if there's something in this genre with someone who's, you know, on the older side. I, I mean, if, Kis- if, Kiseki. That's true. He isn't the main character, but that's absolutely what he's what he's going through. Yeah, because he still has more potential. Yeah. Kazaki from Dr. Stone, by the way. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so potential more more generally. It's just, it just typically manifests in younger characters. Right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so I got legacy potential. I had tragedy in there. Yeah, I, and... I- and I think yeah. that we were trying to lump that into legacy. Um, no, I think we were trying to drive uh, the hero driving change into legacy. Ah, okay, yeah. Which, Sorry. I mean, it kind of does. Because to leave a legacy, you have to change something. Right. Um, it's not just following in the footsteps. Uh, Let's see. For tragedy... I don't know. Tragedy's a weird one. Like I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying I feel to come. Like tragedy would be just an inciting incident. Yeah, but but like not everything has. Not everything has tragedy. I don't know. 
Well, like, here, uh, well, let's keep it, and like I said, we'll we'll just retrospectively look back at all the ones that we've yeah, watched yeah, yeah. and okay. kind of add them in. Yeah. And then the more specific, less broad one that we got recently that I, I would like to bounce off of things to see if it fits or not mm-hmm. was the the villain sees humanity as the problem. All right. And is there was there anything else? Uh not written down, not that I think we really got in depth on. Okay. So, I've written down these as like the four pillars. Okay. The four tentative pillars of um of Belt, legacy, potential, tragedy, and uh villain sees humanity as a problem. Yeah, we should come up with another name for that. <laughs> that's a little it's a little wordy. Um, villain is anti-human. I don't know. Well, nah. You you could you could think humanity is an issue without being anti-human. I yeah. guess from the villain's perspective, they would be like, yeah. "I'm trying to save humans." Yeah. But, you know, their humanity is a weakness. You know, you know what they say. You know what they're what they be on about. All right. So, I actually added Dr. Stone to that list of the ones that we finished because we have finished Dr. Stone. Yes, because we have. (laughs) All right, so with Dr. Stone... Season one, at least. Yeah, yeah, let's do season one of Dr. Stone since that's the first one alphabetically. Um, Wouldn't Astra Lost in Space be the first alphabetically? Yeah, for some reason, it's... I, I guess it's the way that it's ordering is really weird. Okay. Well, let's not order it that way. We don't have to answer to the machines when the machines are wrong. All right. Astra lost in space. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, um, yeah. So, legacy. Um, I would say that there is a lot of change that they left behind. Oh, uh, yes. A lot of things that they did. And almost that whole show has to do entirely with legacy because it's these people trying to extend their own legacy by robbing their children of their legacy because right. they want to use their children's bodies. Well, I say children, they are their clones, spoiler war- spoiler warning. But mm-hmm. um <laughs> uh yeah, I mean it's it's all about legacy. Like mm-hmm. the, these kids don't get to have their future. Because their parents or their originals, as they're calling themselves, are just like, well, you're a, you're a husk, you're a you're a, a a server for me to log into later. Uh, <laughs> it's really it's really disturbing. Like, yeah, the more the more I think about it, and then that's why it's like they could have been way more subtle with the yeah, execution I of mean, those villains. Like, <laughs> I mean, friggin' just cat stroking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it, it was extremely evil, but I think it's it's best when it's a a low burning evil. Mm-hmm. Like I think that could have been done much better. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, we're not commenting on that. We're just talking about it. Absolutely fits that. That's probably one of its, one of its main themes. And they like could have with... totally extended the show. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but... they could have. <laughs> ah, that would have been great, but. Yeah, we talked about that in a previous episode. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to rehash that. <laughs> is it like is there anything you want to add as far as like how how big legacy was a yeah, part of it? Um I would also say like tying into the the whole hero driving change um and how much they changed. 
uh, when they came back to Astra and uh, revealing to the public what was going on. Yeah, um, what the actual history of the planet was. Yeah, granted, we have our problems with that, but not necessarily in the change, just the execution of the change. Yes, um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so there's a lot of legacy that they left behind. Uh, I mean, uh, Kanata wrote his own book. Uh, oh, gosh, what's her name? The singer girl became a professional singer uh, and, like, carved her own name despite uh, her her mother being so famous. Um, yeah. And like everybody <clears throat> did something and accomplished something uh, that would have inspired change um, in the world around them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, God, man, there's going to be a lot of us in this episode. Every time <laughs> I'm starting a thought, my brain's just like, oh, oh, oh. Wait a second. Where am I? <laughs> Don't jostle me. <laughs> um, God, I totally had something and it's gone now. Talking about all the characters and how they did something that is inspiring change. Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> uh, we could talk oh. about potential. We can move yeah. on to the next one since apparently I'm just a burnt fuse. Yeah, uh, potential. I think that this one had a lot to do with potential because, I mean, the whole idea of them being clones to just serve one purpose is so limiting on potential. And yeah. were, even if they didn't outright say, like, you have so much potential, which I think they did. Um, uh, yeah, maybe. It could have been a line uttered at some point. But it was yeah. like, the whole point was, this is wrong because you're robbing them of their potential. Like, you're stealing someone else's life. Because you're just going to yeah. take it for yourself just to extend your own life. Yeah, and then the kids taking back their potential. Uh, yeah, and doing taking back the their future. That, yeah. From yeah. these, oh, that's these a, that's a hilariously one, evil people. Taking back your future. I mean, that was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of talk of, um, you know, you live for tomorrow. Uh, th- th- that's a common theme in, across Belt. Um, you, you fight for tomorrow. You don't fight for today. Uh, so taking your future back, that's, oh. that's, a, that's something we may want to explore. Is, it, is that different from potential? I, I would say, I don't know, because when I think of potential, well, hmm. Oh, let's, let's, let's go through it. Yeah. So when I think of potential, I think your ability, not necessarily, um, I, I, and that can be expressed now or in the future. Uh, but I, hmm. I don't know how to express. Um, the way I think of potential is human beings are potential. Technically. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you are possibilities. Mm-hmm. So, when I think of people trying to limit humans, or, you know, curtail or control humans, they are limiting their controlling potential. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's why I believe in freedom so much because I want the most potential, the most, the most humans, the most humanity, most humans. Um, yes, literally. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to formulate that argue or that thought, uh, a little bit more. And kind of define that in my own head between potential and fighting for tomorrow. 
I guess potential is more broad. So maybe like a lot of stuff has to do with potential just because potential is an inherent truth of humanity. Mm-hmm. So maybe it can just be live for tomorrow is the more specific version of that for belt. Yeah, I could put instead that. of yeah, like instead of living for the past, there's a lot of <laughs> speaking of adult. I watched a lot of Star Wars stuff this past week, and speaking mm-hmm. of that, speaking of you know, let the past die. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the uh, new one? Yeah. Did you? I did. What did you think? Are we talking about it right now? Uh, I, I'm curious to see what you think. Yeah, <laughs> since, since we're talking about legacy and potential and tragedy, uh, yeah. and <laughs> yeah, that's very relevant, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked it when I watched it. Mm-hmm. I did as well. But and the, then more the more time you think about it, the more time you get away from it, the more it's like, oh, this would have been so much better if they mm-hmm. did it this way. Like, mm-hmm. that movie should have... Okay, full spoilers for Rise of Skywalker. Real yep, quick. Turn, like, turn away now if you haven't heard it. I can't talk it. about... Yeah, I can't talk about this movie without going into full-on 100% spoilers. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm sorry if you haven't seen it yet. But here it goes. We'll put a time code where we're done talking about it. <laughs> yeah, okay. If you want to yeah. skip ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. Um... Which yeah, I, I think for future episodes. Just by the way, I think I'm gonna try to try to do time codes. Season two. Yeah, se- season two editions. But <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like hyper, or not necessarily hyper, but like upbeat. And Tim's like, yeah. yeah well, that's good. You need two. to you need to elevate it because <laughs> you're you're literally having to carry me on your back right now. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> um, but yeah, that movie should have been called Rise of Palpatine. And at the end, she should have said that her name was Palpatine. Like kind of reclaiming the Palpatine identity? Well, not just reclaiming, but there, Leia talks about, don't be afraid of who you are. Mm. So she should have not been afraid and just accepted, I am Palpatine, and now Palpatine is the name of the Jedi. Like, it now belongs to, to the Jedi. Yeah, that could have been really good. <clears throat> There's some stuff that is absolutely brilliant. In that movie, like her lightsaber being yellow at the end. Yes. Like, yes. Symbolically, that can mean a lot of things. But one of the things it means is a new dawn, like Mm. the the sun, the rising sun. That that's the Jedi are now beginning anew. It's it's new now. Mm -hmm. It also means that you're in the presence of spirits, which in that scene, Luke and Leia's force ghosts are right there. Mm. And it's Mm -hmm. like, uh. Uh, it, it can also symbolize comfort in in who you are now. Like you have a, a newfound, uh, uh, not comfort, but like you're, you feel like you belong in your own skin. Yeah. So yellow is used for that kind of stuff. Or, I mean, even if we look at it from a scientific standpoint, uh, yellow is a mixture between red and green. Yeah, everyone keeps saying that. And I'm like, congratulations, you did it. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think I think that there is something there, like more I'll, than just. But but is it? Does red and green make yellow? Because to make green, it's blue and yellow. No, in uh, when it comes to light. Oh, okay. Yeah, light. Uh, when you shine two lights, if you shine a red light and a green light, you get yellow. 
like in okay. a, like in an LED screen or something like that. Because I'm just thinking of paint. Nah, you get brown. <laughs> if you mix brown. red with green, you got brown. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, 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 I feel it's the same way. I really enjoyed it, but at the same time, uh, the more I am away from it, I, and it's not that I like it less. It's just missed opportunities. I think that, uh, and since I watched The Mandalorian, I think mm-hmm. Rise of Skywalker, even just on its own, should have been a season of a TV show, considering how many plot things happen. Like, yeah, that movie is jam packed. And at least it should have been four hours long. Like, yeah, that had as many things happening in it as any extended version of a Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah. But it's and like it two hours and 15 up. minutes. <laughs> yeah, no. And here's my thing. I want you to err on the side of breakneck pacing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, I hate having my time wasted. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like they, th- at some points where they slowed down for emotional beats, it was really effective. Like, after she healed Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. and they're just kind of sitting there. With the, like the waves and the water in the background, just kind of breathing, <laughs> yeah. just kind of like, well, uh, I guess I mean we can't fight anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like that thing where it's yeah. just like, yeah, I lost. Well, here we are, <laughs> and you saved my life. So like, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sucker punch you, like. And I think like, the fact that rude. the fact that he can't do that mm-hmm. was a good definitive moment where it's like you're you can't be a Sith. You, I'm sorry, Ben. Yeah, and I'm glad that they that they ran with that that they didn't make him the uh, the big bad. Be- well, because like even from the beginning, I was like, this guy is just troubled. Yeah. Well, and and also, uh, I. I I thought there was a lot of potential that that was ignored in mm. uh, the Last Jedi. I think the most interesting ending for the Last Jedi would have been Rey and Kylo Ren joining forces at the end mm. to create their own order, and then the conflict of the last movie would have been way more interesting because Kylo Ren is like he rejects Snoke's order. He rejects this, you know, this this typical Sith. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Ray could have could have been on his side without becoming a Sith. I don't know. I just thought that would have been more interesting, but then it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, oh, they they took down the leader of the First Order. What's going to happen now? And then it's like, oh, well, Kyler is the leader of the First Order now, and not much has changed. Like, yeah. I almost think... It, it may you kind of don't have to watch the Force Awakens or the Last Jedi. <laughs> that whole trilogy is basically Rise of Skywalker. It's where most of the the real change in the story happens. Yeah, because well, one, I mean, it felt like there was a a, a little bit of backpedaling. Uh, all the reviewers that I saw, they <laughs> said that there was more backpedaling than I felt there was. Um, mm. but uh, but like one of them being. Um, the bl- the most blatant one that I can think of is when Kylo Ren even said, "Like, uh, I told you that your parents are nobody because they chose to be nobody." It was like, 
Okay, you're recontextualizing yeah. that whole thing. Yeah, that was... Uh, I, and I think it, unfortunately, it obviously was backpedaling. Mm-hmm. Because <clears throat> uh, not only did uh, The Last Jedi throw a lot of things out the window, mm-hmm. but it was extremely unpopular with a, with a lot of fans while it did it. Yeah. So... And apparently this is a result of them not planning the trilogy at all. Like, there was, like, no structure. Like, Kevin Feige with um, the MCU, mm-hmm. like, he lets directors and writers do their thing, but at the end, like, he knows what he wants to do with all yeah, those kinda stories. kind of gives them bullet points. Yeah. And, you know, he, he has a conclusion that he wants this to arrive at. Right. Apparently, Star Wars doesn't have that person. Like, it was just... Well, we'll make three movies and we'll make it up as we go. And I'm not going to lie. I think that's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think it. I think it yep. going back to J.J. Abrams for the last movie mm-hmm. was kind of like J.J. Abrams is just going to do what he wanted to do originally. And I think maybe they should have given it to a third person. Yeah, and I apparently, feel like that, that would have been the best way to execute the three different visions and evolving as it goes kind of thing. Yes, but a lot of people think there should not have been three different visions and it should not have evolved as it went. It should have been a coherent, finished-in-their-head trilogy before it, it began uh, because The Force Awakens doesn't feel like a standalone movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas A New Hope does. Right. So The Force Awakens feels like you need to watch the second one. You watch the second one, it throws a lot of the stuff in The Force Awakens out the window. And then the very next movie after The Last Jedi throws a lot of The Last Jedi out the window and even reverts it back. So it's really confusing. It's yeah. really like, oh, well, oh, okay. Did you change your mind? And. <coughs> You don't want to do that. <laughs> you don't want that to be that obvious. Yeah, it, it's like shifting a shifting gears in a car without using the clutch. Good it's, lord, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just painful. <laughs> I I think uh, it could have been, uh, it, yeah, it could have been done a lot better, and it f- felt like they couldn't commit to any particular thing. Mm-hmm. But. I really enjoyed the last movie. It was like the most fun I've had in a Star Wars movie since Return of the Jedi. Like, it was more fun than any of the prequels, bar none. Like, absolutely. And uh, the the new Force powers I thought were awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, that that lightsaber handoff. I, I lost my mind. I was like... That is the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yep. I I really loved the way that they I mean, uh though there was some there were some force powers introduced in The Last Jedi that kind of just were furthering the plot. Uh, I'm glad that they developed those uh, yeah. into the the lightsaber handoff <laughs> being the the climax the culmination. of that. The culmination. Yeah. yeah. Uh so if we're gonna talk about some themes for it, what do you think about uh Palpatine and Ray being the culmination of those different sides of the force. Because here's the thing. 
I really like that and how it works symbolically. Mm-hmm. But it seems like it's come out of nowhere in the rules of the universe. Yeah, it, it kind of felt like an Avatar Last Airbender moment. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, I mean, like I, I like Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, but it, it, you're right. It kind of came out of left field. But I think that that is a theme. Uh, or that is a good theme, but it's just weird for it to be in Star Wars. <laughs> I think or at least been... weird just because I haven't seen anything leading up to it. Yeah, it could have been executed differently and executed better. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, I don't think it was executed well. <laughs> I, th- I think that it... Ha- I Okay, I take it back. I, I do feel like there has been some lead-up to this theme. Uh, because, uh, I mean, if you look at uh, bringing balance to the Force, uh, there are... Uh, I mean, there's always only been two Sith, uh, like the power of two. Right. Um, and then there's been, I mean, in the past... And it's it's like one line. It's It's one lineage of Sith or it's like one gets an apprentice and one of them kills the other and then gets mm-hmm. another apprentice. Yep. And then in um I and mean that, on that's, the other that's, side there's been hundreds of Jedi. Yeah, the the way the Sith get power is to basically get an apprentice or a master that then works as a battery for them to steal. Right. And it's an interesting way of building power because you're, you're, you know, you're investing in your own future by investing in this other, which you then steal from. So it's it's a very kind of taboo, kind of uh, incestuous thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of like Astro Lost in Space, where they're just creating this child that is just there to be their new body. Later. Yeah, and they're pouring into this child so that their body is great in the future. Yes. So I like that theme, but I wish we had seen it coming. It didn't feel earned, even though it's yeah. a great idea. And it was a and great then, it was a great moment, like when she's hearing all the voice of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that was really cool. I like the contrast of that because Palpatine isn't hearing the voice of the other Sith because he He's is just, the other Sith. He is yeah, just and he's just hearing them. that cacophony of like other voices. <laughs> yeah, um, with with Ray, it's like instead of you know ha- having absorbed the power from multiple people after betraying them, mm-hmm. she's she's standing on the shoulders of giants. She's you know those who have come before are you know th- they're at her back now. And that that's like, that's kind of like Avatar, but it, yeah. it's it's little less um, restricted to you know the one Avatar at a time thing, where it's like there were all of these Jedi, and all of the ones that you know became one with the Force, she's hearing them now, so the Force right. is on her side because, you know, if you're, you know, if you're not just selfishly selfishly robbing people of their lives, their potential, their power, mm-hmm. then power itself is on your side. Like the force, the force is now on Ray's side. Um, but I, I think, okay. Did you ever see Annihilation? Is that the, is that the one with Natalie Portman? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, that movie is really stupid plot wise and logic wise. Mm-hmm. 
like why like the whole movie can be um like all all the plot can be thrown out the window by just saying why not airdrop into the middle with a helicopter yeah but that movie is right on the money symbolically Mm -hmm. and mythically and unfortunately um one of those tends to be more popular with movie critics (laughs) and it's the the literal plot that like the logical literal plot stuff yeah uh goes down easier with the most people because it, it the kind of people who are going to analyze something, if they're looking for a problem, they're gonna those going to be it. the yeah those going to be the easiest to point out, right? Because it's harder to explain um, symbolic subversion than it is uh, logical subversion. And unfortunately, this Rise of the Skywalker does a terrible job <laughs> of uh, making things make logical sense. Uh, and, you know, unfortunately, there's those little things that'll bother me, you know, as a longtime Star Wars fan where I'm like, how did Kylo Ren get to the Sith homeworld so fast in a regular TIE fighter? It doesn't even have a hyperdrive. Uh, I think that his was different, wasn't it? His was different. That's why Ray burned it when she stole it. And he had to take a regular TIE fighter and park it next to Luke's old X-Wing. Oh, yeah! (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, that shot was there to show the old X-Wing next to the old TIE Fighter. But, logically, old TIE Fighters don't have hyperdrives. So how did he get there on time? So stuff like that is I'm just like, (sighs) I have to ignore that because that's not what's important. But it would be nice if it didn't have those inconsistencies and issues. Because the old Star Wars didn't have those because George Lucas was involved. And George Lucas is a terrible director and a very, a very bad writer. Mm-hmm. But he might be the greatest who's ever lived when it comes to world building and, and universes and stuff like and vision, that. Yeah, the vision of a universe. Yeah, and like, underst- and like having all that stuff in his head, he might be the greatest of all time. Now, how do you feel about him uh, coming out and saying, well, in my Star Wars, Palpatine was dead. What do you think about that? Uh, well, I, I think, okay. So if you want to go with George Lucas's Star Wars, then the sequels don't happen and you can have your headcanon. Yeah. But... You know, for me, for me, I guess you, I'm just like tough titties. You know, if you wanted to have creative <laughs> license, you shouldn't have sold it. Yeah, you, you shouldn't have, you know, made millions of dollars from selling that. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is kind of a weird thing to come out and say, but my whole thing is, all right. Well, it's not like anyone thinks this is your Star Wars. Yeah, like you sold it. Yeah, but yeah, um, it, I guess I guess if it means if George is trying to get, he's trying to to. To what is it? God, I can't freaking think. <laughs> if, if, he's, if he's trying to, you know, put a zinger out there, yeah, mm. it, that zinger doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> like George, why'd you sell it? <laughs> so George should really stop complaining. All he does is complain about. I know other people every time I see him, it's just complaints after complaint. I'm like, dude, you're you're really big downer right now. <laughs> yeah, you're also like swimming in money, like. George Lucas is so rich. 
he still makes money from these. He still has merchandise, like, makes money from the merchandise. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Man, what a... I, 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 I hate saying this, but in this case, I almost mean it, though. What a hard life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... If Would that's you... his point, then act it lost, George. <laughs> so, uh, to to kind of bring it back to Belt, would you say that uh, the last or the rise of Skywalker? There we go. Uh, would you say that that is Belt? Uh, I don't know. It, because it's it's so from, messy and all over the place. I from think what I'm seeing, it lines up. So we have legacy potential. Uh, tragedy and villain sees humanity as the problem. Uh, villain sees humanity as a problem is not quite. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I actually thought about this. I forgot that I was thinking about this because Palpatine actually isn't against humanity. Mm-hmm. He just he revels in the he, controlling the... them. Well, no, no, not even that. He actually revels in the hedonistic urges of humans, like. He he tempts people with with like the lustful, the lustfulness of the dark uh, side. Yeah. yeah, like I was actually thinking about that. I was like, I don't think Palpatine can be a belt villain if this is what kind of villain he is, because he wants you to lose control. He wants you to become enraged. He, he you know he wants uh he wants Ray to kill him to take his life so that the Sith. You know, uh, uh, it wasn't even that he was going to steal her body. He was just like, I mean, I can't win in, win in a fight right now. So mm-hmm. just kill me so that the Sith move on. Because he knows if she takes his life, mm-hmm. then she's now, she's going to have to be on the path to the dark side. Yeah, it's it's over. The The light can no longer exist. Yeah, so. I Without think, another incident. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think Palpatine is actually, it's part of what makes him. Such a good villain, mm-hmm. uh, and I liked I liked how extru- like like just satanic he was in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, even down to just like oh gosh, his hands. Ugh. Yeah, and then like when he becomes powered up, that little glam up. This this movie has anime wardrobe changes for when people get <laughs> powered up. Like he got that that red. Going down the middle of his cloak, which was not there before. <laughs> and I was like, that looks cool. I'm not even mad about it. <laughs> also, uh, Kylo Ren, when he became Ben Solo again, mm-hmm. suddenly his hair looked really nice. And like, he, he he's yeah. walk- he's like wearing slimming clothes now and has the, you know, like the gait and swagger of Han. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, that movie was I very really, anime. <laughs> I really like... Uh, Adam Driver. I want to watch his other he, movies. I haven't watched very much. He's a really good actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the movie was. It was made by uh, the guy that made the Oceans movies. Can't remember his name. Oh, Logan Lucky. Yeah, Logan Lucky. Have you seen that? I have not. It is not. fantastic. That's Go watch Channing it. Channing Tatum, Adam Driver, and Daniel Craig, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all all three of them kill it in that movie. And yeah, Adam Driver, really good actor in that one. I think Rise of Skywalker is close. I don't know. Like it feels it feels like a finale, but it doesn't really convey where things are going after. Mm. It almost feels like, you know, cuz it wants to be the end. 
But at least like, of the Skywalker lineage, because we know that there's going to be more Star Wars movies coming out. Yeah, I wish I wish they wouldn't. I I wish I wish they would leave it here and just do TV shows. Yeah, I, I'm I'm conflicted because I feel like they could tell some really good stories in a movie, but I don't want yeah, anything else to do with the Skywalker lineage. Yeah, and that that's the thing. I don't think you can make a movie if it's not about the Skywalkers because they think not enough people will come to see it. Mm. They're just set in their ways. Even though yeah. I, I love uh, a movie or two or three about like the old Republic. Mm. Uh, but I, the thing is like, I, I, I think the, the, the original trilogy really has two great movies. I don't particularly love return of the Jedi. I think return of the Jedi has a great first act where they're uh, busting Han out of Jabba's mm-hmm. palace. And uh, everything after that, Leia and Han don't really have anything to do. Yep. Like, they're just kind of messing around on this moon, hanging out with Ewoks. And Luke is the one finishing his hero's journey. Mm-hmm. With the big the big important. <laughs> on, on the second Death Star. <coughs> um, the prequels are, all suck. The third one is the best one. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a real it's kind of a crappy movie. Yeah. <laughs> like it's 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 just crappy though. Like it's not it's not utter trash. It's just it's crappy. It's yeah. still really entertaining and it's really cheesy. And uh yeah. I think I think it has a satisfying end. Uh the first two prequels, I don't think there's even a reason to watch them. You get the full story just from watching episode 3. But the pod racing. <laughs> Play the game. The game is awesome. The game. If you is want the awesome. pod racing, <laughs> like ooh, that's a good game. I got it on N sixty four and on Sega Dreamcast. That but, would be um, a cool game for them to like completely reskin. Don't touch the the controls or anything like that. Yeah, just, no, the controls were buttery smooth already. No reason to a, change it. Just give it an amazing coat of paint for this modern generation. Do do the Halo One anniversary yes. approach where yes. you just you have the same game, you just updated all of the visuals and left everything else intact, and make it sixty FPS. Sure, uh, but yeah. So cool. uh, uh, then the sequel trilogy, I think, unfortunately, Rise of Skywalker is kind of the only one you need to watch to get the full story. Yeah. Uh, as much as I enjoyed the Force Awakens and. You know, I, I defended The Last Jedi a lot, but now that it's been so undone, it's kind of like, ah, man, what? that's kind of a shame. What's the point? Yeah. But, like, the thing is, Clone Wars is fantastic. Yes. Clone Wars is an amazing TV show. Like, And I've heard that Rebels had a weak start. But also got really good. Yeah, I need to get past that weak start. I need to finish Rebels. Because Dave Filoni is a god. And Dave Filoni and John Favreau made The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is excellent. Yes. Like I love yes, the is. Mandalorian. I I the only the only gripe that I have about the Mandalorian, which is not really a gripe, uh, but just I wish that there was a little <clears throat> bit more build up to episode seven. Uh, as opposed to... You mean to Chapter 7. We have to call it Chapter seven. because 
the movies are called episodes. Yeah. Oh gosh. No, I didn't even think about that. Okay. Yeah. No, I was like, why is it called season one, episode one, chapter one? That seems a little redundant. And then I was like, I was trying to talk about it in conversation. And I was ah. talking about episode, I was like episode six, I think. And someone was like, of the movies? And I was like, oh God. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I wish there was a little bit more build up to chapter seven. Um, like instead of it being like the gathering of the crew and the execution of the plan, I wish that it was divided up a little bit more. <clears throat> but I don't know. I, I, other than wait, that. Wait, wait. wait, what do you mean? In, in chapter seven, spoilers for uh, Mandalorian, uh, go watch it. It's really good. Just bum, bum Disney Plus off of a friend. <clears throat> um, but or do the thing that I'm not going to advise you to do. Don't do that. Don't, you know, don't, don't do that. We can't legally advise you to do that. <laughs> not advising you to do anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> there are ways. <laughs> <laughs> um... But no, in, in in chapter oh gosh, I the said dark episode. side. In chapter <laughs> Sorry, seven, you're you're playing to the hedonistic ways of humans. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> um, in chapter seven, uh, the the episode is him gathering his crew and getting ready to go back and pretty much storm the castle. Um, yeah. but up to that point. Not necessarily that the plots that they were performing were going nowhere. It's just uh, like the one where he busted that person out of jail with Bill Burr. Yeah. Um, uh, that was a really good episode, but it didn't really do anything for the plot. Yeah. So I just wish that there was a little like that's the only episode that I can think of that wasn't tied back to in episode or in gosh, uh, chapter seven. Uh that chapter seven well, didn't tie back to. Well, it it's probably going to go somewhere in season two. But right. It doesn't tie into the finale because they lived the ones right. that weren't on the station. So they're going to show up again. They're probably going to want revenge. So that's going to happen later. But yeah, it almost seems like a separate storyline. And I hope Though in it- season two, they get tied in some way to him getting the, the baby Yoda back to its home world. Mm-hmm. Which that's that was really exciting. I was like, "Oh my god, I can't wait for that story." Yeah. Uh, also, uh, episode or chapter, gosh, chapter uh, <laughs> six, uh, the one where they were uh, busting that person out of jail. Um, they gave us some really good lines, like Bill Burr when he was talking about uh, how he was an Imperial sharpshooter, and somebody was like, "That doesn't mean much." I wasn't a stormtrooper, wise ass. Yeah. <laughs> That was good. I think that's funny because in the lore, the stormtroopers are like, they're supposed to be very accurate. I mean, even in the first, the uh, gosh, the fourth episode. There we go. Uh, when Obi-Wan says. Um, yeah, the first movie, but yeah. Yeah. When he said these are, these are too accurate for Santa. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, uh, I think maybe what's going on and <laughs> the finale of the Man- Mandalorian maybe lends some credence to this. Oh Does the Empire God. just have trash weapons? I think they do. They're just mass-produced garbage? When he shook that gun and it ra- One, that was probably the best dialogue I've ever heard. One of those guys was Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Taika Waititi directed the finale. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that's his. That's his kind of humor. 
<laughs> but I love the, uh, he just, uh, what was it? He killed an entire platoon of his people to, just to give a message. Do you get the message? I get the message. Do you get the message? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, he just killed a guy for interrupting him. So uh, it's, it's probably going to be a while. <laughs> Dude, I, love, I love that they put that spin on the whole trope of villains killing their subordinates. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, that was good. Um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, what were we talking about? We were just talking about Star Friggin Wars. <laughs> rabbit trails. Uh, so, talking about, uh, you said that uh, Rise of Skywalker was close to being built, but you don't think that it is? I, I think the, the struggle, the specific thing they're struggling against is different. Okay. So, what are they struggling against that would not be in a belt show? Extinction? It, well, not just, uh, I mean, Extinction. That's struggled against in Gurren Lagann and Kill a Kill, for sure. Yeah. And if it, I think if it's in both of those, that confirms it's It's, it's, it's a theme. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> but it's like, I don't know. I think Palpatine makes it makes it different. Whereas, mm. like First Order, the First Order is the villain, or the Empire is the villain. Sure, mm -hmm. but Palpatine being the villain, he he's so he's so different for like that kind of. He, he's like he encourages you. He like he he wants you to to you know uh, to cut loose. Yeah, foot loose. <laughs> um, you know he, he wants uh, he wants you to reach your potential but in a bad way <laughs> well yeah for the dark side but like I don't know I, I think Palpatine's just he's too uh, <laughs> he's too belt for him to be a belt villain yeah yeah like <laughs> he, he has more in common with uh the heroes of these stories than he does the villains like Sukasa and Palpatine have have nothing in common but Sukasa and Senku <laughs> Sukasa and Senku actually have quite a bit in common yeah yeah, yeah I've, now that I'm thinking about it I mean like the way that Senku gets people to do things is he dangles something that they could possibly want in front of them yeah like cotton candy or ramen <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's like, like he give into your hedonistic ways and pump for this iron thing. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> I don't know. Palpatine is almost like a, a he's a he's a a dark belt hero. Is he's the an, inversion an, of that. Is this an anti belt? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, well, I mean, look what he's capable of. <laughs> Just from believing in himself. <laughs> he's he, he's not... When he talks about unlimited power, he's the one talking about unlimited power. That is true. He's against... Like, he has the Empire, and he has, you know, the, the there was... What was this one called? This one was called The Last Order. The Last Order, yeah. What comes after The Last Order? Now there's no more order. Like... He's he's against order. He's against the Jedi Order. Huh. He's shooting lightning bolts into the sky and taking out spaceships. I think in another life, in another life, 
<laughs> Palpatine. Palpatine is is the the hero that that rejects the uh, the false dichotomy and and masters both sides. And you, can, you know he he's that character who just learns how to friggin' fly. Like he can just fly and shoot lightning everywhere. <laughs> Man, that would be a wild movie. <laughs> I, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. If that's the villain, is it really what we're talking about? Because seeing seeing Palpatine, I I just like Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just that he's a, a, a goofball, which he totally <laughs> is. And yeah. that's like, oh, man, the these last movies were seriously missing that. Mm-hmm. Like Rise of Skywalker, I was like, yes, the the cornball, just the ham going <laughs> at it, like it just unapologetic, having the time of his life with some strobes. <laughs> but like, he, he's absolutely like, he wants you to go beyond. Yeah, <laughs> plus ultra. Yeah. yeah, that sounds weird. Talking about Palpatine saying yeah. plus ultra. <laughs> yeah, that's that's his thing. Like, he he's the one who wants to stop people from dying. Holy crap! <laughs> he is he is every uh, belt uh, ideal person wrapped up into a villain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I wonder. <laughs> this is actually making me really consider that that whole villain thing, because it's funny that Ray basically has to meet him on that, just to, to, like to defeat him. Like it, the thing about uh, the Star Wars conflict when Palpatine is involved is it's less about message. And more about, well, what are you going to do with all this power? Because, mm. <clears throat> like, even when Palpatine loses, he's entertained visibly. Yeah. <clears throat> like, he thinks it's freaking hilarious. What a guy. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, he, he's so... A, he's a magical villain. So rise is not okay. So it lines. I up think if we're, if we're going off of if we're going, it lines up with legacy potential and tragedy totally, but not at all but with the villain. He it doesn't fit. The villain is not. He he's the opposite of Thanos. He's the opposite of the anti spiral. Yeah. <clears throat> he he's the hedonistic spiral. He's the over spiral. Yeah, like, just full on, just like spinning out of control, like, like he he has his his empire, you know, the the people beneath him, but like, what what structure is he providing? <laughs> huh? He's a freaking madman, and I can't think of uh, off the top of my head. I can't think of a villain like that in any of the stuff that we're taking a look at. Yeah. I mean, there's there's Ragio Kiryuin, but she's also about like she's subservient to the uh, to the covers, mm-hmm. to the, um, the 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 fibers. She has her eccentric personality. 
Yeah. But it isn't like she wants like she she wants her daughters to come to her side, but to be subservient, not to, you know, answer to no one and, you know, be your own master. Yeah. Like how many how many freaking times do you hear the villain say, strike me down? <laughs> like, <laughs> Palpatine can't help. He can't help but delight in saying, like, yes, kill me. <laughs> like, huh. God, the man is my hero. <laughs> <laughs> Think about how many amazing Jedi he's pushed to the limit. You got a point. Like, I mean, he almost had Mace Windu kill him. Yeah, but like Anakin, Luke, and Ray pushed to their absolute highest potential because he did it. <laughs> the man is a motivator. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I think if Palpatine's the villain, can't it, it doesn't fit? It just doesn't work. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but if he's the protagonist. <laughs> If he's the protagonist, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's absolutely Bill. Okay. All right. So, wow, that was a really long. <laughs> yeah, no, man. Rise of Palpatine is a perfect name. Should have been what it was. <laughs> what a what a tangent we just went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so do we want to keep analyzing the stuff that we've watched or do we want to jump into Naruto? Huh, yeah, we totally didn't do that, huh? <laughs> yeah, um, we totally got sucked Here's the thing. I'm probably not <laughs> I'm, pro- I'm probably not going to have too much to say about Naruto. Okay. So let's let's keep doing what we were doing cuz we analyzed Astra. Mhm. Oh, Astra- uh, the only thing that we didn't really view was uh villain sees humanity as a problem. And I think that that lines up uh because they're not necessarily not necessarily humanity as a whole, but the humanity of the kids is a problem. Well, people wanting to... No, absolutely. They, they saw humanity as the problem because they wanted to make it to where no more war could happen. They wanted mm. to control everything. They wanted to lie to everyone to to force a kind of... A, a false peace. A false peace, yep. They, they forced a false peace onto everyone and they were controlling the narrative. Mm-hmm. And because they were doing all that stuff, these things start to happen where it's like everything starts to fall apart because it's not based in truth. As soon yeah. as, you know, a little bit of truth sneaks in, it's like, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. We got to hide this. We got to stop this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, this futuristic society had become hell bent on restricting progress. Yeah. Like. And, you know, leave that kingdom alone. They'll, you know, they'll do their, their old timey kingdom stuff. And, you know, we'll just, we'll just leave them to it where it's like, well, uh, if you give people the pass based on, you can continue doing your old timey stuff and we're not going to expect you to evolve or change. I mean, that can't, I don't think that's the right blank check. Yeah. You should never give someone the blank check of, oh, you you'll just you can just be who you've always been. I think that's uh, it's, it's literally counterproductive. So I think it fits in that way totally. Yeah. Um, 
so then those are the four pillars. Okay, yep. so let's move to what was next? Uh Dr. Stone. Dr. Stone. Uh well, we've talked about this at length, but Dr. Stone is belt so legacy. Uh yep. I mean, obviously Senku carving out change by bringing everyone back as well as the constant theme of legacy that his and father legacy, left behind. Yeah, and leg uh, Senku is the old world's legacy. Yeah. Like he he's the one keeping that. Like he's Bringing the one all preserving the old it. World knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, and uh Chrome is the potential because he's thinking of things in different yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, that whole village is the potential. They're the ones that are untapped. Senku is, you know, he's going at full speed from the very beginning. It's everyone else who is, like, less realized because they don't know mm-hmm. what was what came before. He's giving them the tools, and they're, you know, exponentially improving things. Yeah. and then- The tragedy being, I mean... <sighs> That whole apocalypse that happened. Yeah, that little thing. That was thing. kind of a big deal. <laughs> and, you know, all the tragedy that happened after uh, Senku's dad and the other astronauts came back. Yeah, and the tragedy of um, friggin' Tsukasa murdering all these statues. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, ooh, that's a problem. That's a bummer. He's probably still doing that. He probably is. Yeah. What a loser. And then, I mean, Tsukasa was basically the template that I used for the hypothesis that humanity is the problem him yeah. and uh uh dr giovanni i think from, uh, from fire, force. fire force yeah as like, well as um uh what's his name from uh promare uh oh um foresight cray foresight oh i forgot to put promare on here uh but we'll 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 get to that yeah um Okay, yeah, that's all the four pillars. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Next next would be Gunbuster. Um, Uh, Is G after F? Oh, no, we haven't finished Fire Force. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't finished Fire Force yet. That's next week. Oh, I can't wait. Coming at you with those hot takes. (laughs) (laughs) Hot, because fire. Okay, Okay, yeah, Um. thanks. You finally arrived. <laughs> Welcome. So, Gunbuster. Gun I mean, legacy. They're always talking about legacy. The legacy of her father. The legacy right. of um, uh, her father. <laughs> no, I mean them. Them uh, trying to save the world and yeah. having to sacrifice their own time with it. Oh gosh, that's like, the tragedy right there. Oh. Yeah. But like That's so stressful. Just thinking yeah, about no. it. It's a it's a really when I think of every time someone brings it up, I like I get one of those moments where I'm just kinda sitting there in silence, just like Whoa. Mm. This is spooky. Uh. Mm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um But yeah, I mean live for tomorrow. That's gunbuster in a nutshell. Yeah. Having to fight for the future. Yeah, even though you're going to miss all your present, <laughs> and then um, the villain sees humanity as the problem. Yep. Yep. Uh, the, Humanity's the a virus. Spooky ba- space ghosts, uh, space bugs. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they don't like humans. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, <laughs> co- constant unrelenting tragedy in yeah. Gunbuster. Yeah. Like, 
one right after the other. Well, hey, uh, is, well, the tragedy of Gunbuster, I mean, there's, there's the tragedy that kicks it off, mm-hmm. but I, I think a lot of stories are kicked off by tragedy. Mm-hmm. It's almost sacrifice is the more specific one. Because okay. Yeah. Her father's having to sacrifice seeing his daughter grow up to help save the world. And then she has to sacrifice, you know, being with her friend and seeing, you know, uh, well, I mean, you know, living with all the people that she cared about, and, you know, uh, their, their friend, the, the Soviet pilot, mm-hmm. they have to say goodbye to her. Cause it's like, well, you're going to live out your life and we'll still be in this, this time warp. Jeez, three, what was it, 30,000 years later or 3,000 years later? It was a long time. It was like 30,000, it had to have been. Yeah, it was something like that. So, And then, I remember, God, dude, the the pit that was in my gut. When they when got they to thought, the earth and it was... When, just, and they thought it was empty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, even if the humans had moved and survived, how are they going to find them? But then those lights come on and I was just like, ooh, the waves of emotion. Uh-huh. I was like, oh my god. So okay, I've so got, welcome back. Uh, on this little list that I've just created, I've got the broad and then I've got the 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 narrow. Okay, view. that's so, smart. Yeah. So legacy or the hero driving change. Okay. Uh, ooh, ooh, smart. Okay. Uh then potential or fighting for tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, then tragedy or sacrifice. Yeah. And then villain sees humanity as a problem is already pretty specific. So. Yeah, I, I think it that that might be a uh, might be an extension of potential because you know, like I was saying, I think humanity is potential. That's that's kind of what when people yeah. are defending humanity, their whole argument is it has the potential for such greatness. Mm-hmm. And then the people who are against humanity, they're saying it has the potential for great evil. Great destruction. So, yeah, yeah I think that's probably just a little a little offshoot of potential then. So it's still three pillars. Okay. Um, yeah, so Gunbuster 100% falls into it. Oh, yes. Uh, then let's Hits see. Hits all of them. Down to the specifics. P. Okay, so P. Promare. <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> oh wait, no, Megalobox is first. Uh, so Megalobox, uh, legacy and the hero driving change. Uh, not so much hero driving change. Well, I drove change in the um, the antagonist protag, other protagonist. <laughs> well, I mean, he kind of took the piss out of the whole operation. That is true. It was all about, you know, Megalobox was using gear and he didn't use any gear and he won the dang thing. He even made the the champion have his gear removed. So it was a completely gearless championship. Man, what a good show. <laughs> so yeah, no, I think I think it, it was he was driving change. Mm. And uh, you know, the legacy being he his uh his coach, he kind of Saved him from the belly of the whale. Yeah. Gave him a uh, a gym and like a new life. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's in a way by, you know, punching him 
He saved that veteran. Yep. Yep. Uh, punching saved a lot of people <laughs> in Megalobox. <laughs> Uh, it it uh it saved what uh, the the brother, um yeah. because he, the he other realized Serrano. like realizing the difference between himself and the AI on his back. Yeah, like it was, it was like who am I versus like what is my goal? Do they do they even match up? Yeah. So yeah, he he's but like yeah, I guess it's less legacy because Joe is more interested in just. What's next? Yeah. You know, what I'm going to do next. But I think uh, the legacy just came, the legacy just came as a byproduct of him wanting to do, uh, wanting to go into the ring to fight. Um, and he inspired uh, those kids. He was inspiring younger generations. Yeah. Who were just, you know, thieving street rats before. Yeah. And so, then potential, I mean, the whole show was about potential and fighting for tomorrow. Fighting for tomorrow is where we got the fighting for tomorrow. Uh, like that's, yeah. where, that's the show that we got it from because he was like, you're not fighting for this fight. You're fighting for the, yeah. all the fights that come after it. Yeah, you're you're fighting for the next fight. It's not if you just are trying to win this one, you're, you're going to make mistakes. It, it's going to become Pyrrhic. You know, you're mm-hmm. just going to. You'll risk everything just to win this one fight. Whereas, yeah. like the veteran had to be like, "I got more fights that I got to fight later, so I got to throw in the towel." Yeah, and it's. I think it's that was great because it was like, belt sometimes means throwing in the towel. Yeah, and it's a good one. The tragedy and sacrifice. I mean, the sacrifice of uh, of Nanbu's eye. Oh yeah. Uh, the the sacrifice of the veterans like I mean the veteran was closing out his career of boxing. Yeah, he, um, he sacrificed the win. Yeah, he sacrificed the win so that he could continue walking. <laughs> yeah, well and and continue supporting that that gym for other vets. Yeah. Like that whole program. Um and then the sacrifice of Yuri um Yeah, man. Yuri sacrificed a lot just so he could know. Yeah, just to know beyond the shadow of a doubt. Uh-huh. Um Yeah, and I guess the as an extension of the potential, the villain sees humanity as the problem. Um I mean Shirato, uh they they saw humans as they kind of needed this need to fix gear. Them. They need this gear to make the sport entertaining, uh, to make it good. Well, and also, like the, it wasn't a tournament to, you know, find out who's the best boxer. It was a tournament to advertise gear, right? Which like, which, which was going into military application, and... right? Yeah, like it's just it was marketing. Mm-hmm. Not really interested in people pushing themselves. It was interested in well, which piece of equipment is is better. Mm-hmm. Uh. So and I guess it's more humanity is an inconvenience because yeah. Yuri's you know silly you know uh, macho relapse into I want to you know prove myself you know I have this thing that I want to fight for and she's like I'm I absolutely don't support this like this is ridiculous yeah 
It's like, I can't believe you're doing this to me. And then like his line where he's like, uh, you gave me a reason to live. Please don't take it away now. Mm-hmm. Or it's kind of like, you know, she's. And I think she's trying to understand later. That's why I really like her as, you know, this pseudo villain is that she's clearly very like compassionate, mm-hmm. even though she's this cold CEO or whatever. Like she's really compassionate to the kid and she's trying to. After the fact, she's she's like just wanting to see why Yuri yeah. was willing to throw everything away. And, you know, even though she felt betrayed by him. And she, I mean, like even afterwards, she dropped off, uh, what was it, flowers mm-hmm. for Yuri? Yeah. Yeah, she, she didn't to stay to talk. And everything. <laughs> she didn't stay yeah. to talk, but she left. She left. She's trying. Yes. <laughs> well, and. It's probably the best she could do. I mean, if she saw him in a wheelchair, I think yeah. that could really affect her. Like, yeah. all all of the stuff that they were working towards. But yeah, I don't think it was necessarily, you know, we have to stop humanity. But it was definitely, you know, the, the cold corporate military combination of just like, you know, just results and, uh, you know, just, just get this thing whoever's using the best thing and then you know who cares about what they want or you know who's trying to prove anything or anyone's personal journey or you know yeah. who cares about the the message that people are getting from this it's nah just yep it was kind of like humanity isn't a concern more like yeah or like just an, humanity is an afterthought I think there's a gradient to these things so that would that's definitely not a yes or no on humanity is the problem. Okay. Yeah, then that's good that we moved it under potential and not as a pillar. Yeah. Um so let's see the next one would be uh Promare. <clears throat> yeah. Which which we know is belt. <laughs> uh-huh. Um so legacy hero driving change. Um well the legacy of let's see what there was a legacy there um the legacy of being the i mean uh the main character he was like taught it as the hero pretty much um, yeah yeah and then uh the hero driving change i mean the whole change of uh do we really need to abandon the earth can't we just like figure out a way well yeah i mean uh, integrating the menace to society with the society. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. I forgot about that whole racism thing. Yeah. Well, and then, <laughs> and, 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 oh, God, we could do a whole other episode on Promare because I watched it again and so many more things started jumping out to me. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I think, I think we should watch it again. Okay. But, um, like, God, just, uh, everything to do with letting the fire burn, mm. like like let it go out of control, let it burn everything down. Do but it. that, n- yes, <laughs> think about that. Like that that whole thing where it's kind of like, and I like Gallo's reaction where he's like, "Did you seriously just ask a firefighter <laughs> to like let the fire burn?" <laughs> but like on its face, it sounds ridiculous. But like. It's what fixes everything. Yeah. Like, 
letting all the stuff that's going to burn, let it burn away. And burning isn't just destruction. Like burning is like breathing. It's like, it's life. It's change. Yeah. You know, you're, you're making a little, a little composition, smashing things together. You're mixing up. Yeah. Um, and I like how, uh, uh, what was it? Gallo de Leon is like standing on the planet and just like, Punching the planet, yeah, purifying it, (laughs) purifying it by like pounding it with flame, and then once they once they burn enough, then the promare go back to their own universe. It's like you sever the connection and everything is in balance again. Hmm. There's God. There's so much there. There's so much there. Let's like potential fighting for tomorrow. I mean that was. Yeah. Yeah. Fighting <laughs> for tomorrow instead of running away. Yeah. Was what um, it was. And uh Cray Foresight. I like his name being Foresight because it's like, well, I know better. I've seen the future. I've thought of everything before you have. And then every time they give him examples of just use your resources to do this instead. Yep. And it's like his Man. answer is always Yeah, no, I need to I need it. to watch it again. I need to watch it again. <clears throat> it's brilliant. Um, and then the tragedy and sacrifice, uh, the sacrifice, I mean, um, uh, Leon, uh, is it Leon? Leo. It Leo. was Gallo de Leon is the oh, okay, name okay, of the, okay. the Mac. <laughs> um, Leo, when he, uh, I mean, one, he sacrifices himself. Um, Leo does. Yeah. And then also he sacrifices like a good part of his identity because I mean, the pro mare is what gives him um, his ability. Yeah. And so he sacrifices that to save and to fight for tomorrow. Um, uh, oh God, I've got, I'm sorry. I've got the theme song in my head and I'm just remembering scenes and I'm like, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm trying to focus. It's just like, <laughs> whew, it's a good movie. Hey, it's okay. I'm getting Tim fired up. <laughs> um but yeah uh i mean those three pillars it 100 percent lines up uh was there any other tragedy um there's the tragedy that uh, i think the tragedy is it, it isn't surface level which might make it a stretch so yeah oh i i do i I think that if we go to sacrifice i do think that the sacrifice of leo even though he does get revived um, and the sacrifice well, of his, of, of a good, like I said, a good portion of his identity. It's not necessarily a sacrifice of a hu- of a life, uh, but it's a sacrifice of a person. I mean, he the has tragedy to- that sets things in motion is the burnish, like what happens to the burnish mm-hmm. and like the way that the flame enters the world and a lot of people die and like, it basically reshapes the whole society. What happens? Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, is that now, I, I mean, this may, this may be me overthinking it, but like when it comes to when I think of sacrifice and like what Leo did, uh, like now he and all the other burnish, they literally have to figure out how to integrate with society now because they're no longer burnish. Yeah, well, and then the thing was, some of them were trying to integrate with society, mm-hmm. but society was rejecting them. Yeah, because because they you know. The, you know the 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 prejudice 
Yeah. But they were already regular people. I think the ones like like the Mad Burnish, that whole gang, they're the ones who kind of have to reintegrate, whereas the other ones, you know, who were in hiding, you know, they hiding in plain sight. Like, hey, I'm, I'm, pro- I'm, probably be like, oh, I can relax now. Yeah. But like, oh, I just thought of that being maybe some kind of analogy, but I'm not sure if it is. I don't think it's a direct analogy. It's more of a general thing. Any anytime there's some sort of uh, prejudiced factor in some society or some population, mm-hmm. and there's you know there's the ones that are passing as normal, and then there's uh, the ones who are who are reveling in in being the ones who are rejected. You know, yeah. Who who who's really doing what's best for the other? Uh. Or, you know, for the, on on the whole, I guess. But the the main thing was that Leo. Ah, so Leo was trying to like not kill people. He prided himself in people not dying while while right. letting the flames burn. But he wasn't really getting anything done. Like he wasn't making progress. Yeah. It was almost like a band-aid. Leo's whole thing was he's providing people a band-aid and it's actually getting them in a lot of trouble. Yeah. <clears throat> also, I mean, they made a lot of enemies and it was like, "Eh, these people could be your allies if you just if you if you do this correct." I mean, villain is just another term for future ally. <laughs> <laughs> in Belt, absolutely. <laughs> in Palpatine, I, wonder, I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey. Do we want to make that an identifier? Where, uh, re- like, do we want to make redemption the thing? Ah, uh, because like a, a redemption for the villain. Yeah, the thing with Gunbuster is that it was a it was a you know a hive of evil bugs. Oh, uh, how about we put that as another aspect of potential? Okay. Because it's not necessarily necessary because well, what wouldn't it be more to do with legacy? Would it? Okay. Yeah, you've I, changed yeah I, them? Guess, I guess. Well, but it could mm, be both. It could be both. Yeah. Doesn't even have to be a specific thing. I, I guess it's just it's oftentimes a product of this. Also, they don't necessarily redeem Cray. They more like show him show him the light. Yeah, and they and um, but they do imply like, hey, you're gonna help us now, <laughs> like, yeah, like you're gonna help us rebuild. So okay, yeah. So he he's kind of uh, <laughs> he yields. Yeah. Just because I mean he's like God. What am I gonna do now? <laughs> yeah, Astra lost in space didn't really have any redeeming. Like the villains no. were never redeemed. What? Yeah. Um, what? uh, uh, what's his face? Shars? Oh, Shars. Yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I guess he was the main pressing villain. Yeah, he gets was trying to assassinate them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they, they change him. That's like yeah. one of the, the biggest turning points. Yeah. Is they, they convince him that, you know, he isn't just that. He isn't just this, this tool for the, the royal family. Yeah. He's a whole person. He can go be something else. Yeah. 
Um, what was after? What was after Promare? Which sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna go blow my nose real quick. Uh, so the one after Promare was uh, SSSS Gridman. That's every time I say that there's there's too many S's. There's I I'm just gonna call it Gridman from now on. Uh, but what? This is complete tangent again. Uh, wow. Imagine that on this podcast. What? Um, Ireland. Ireland. <laughs> but what was the sequel show that's coming out? Uh, it's Dinah something. <coughs> and it's like the villain of the Gridman series, right? I don't think so. I think no. it was just a, another hero as a spinoff. Oh, okay. Um, I'm so excited for that. Yeah, me too. I'm also so also, excited for BNA. Oh brand, yeah, brand new brand animal. New animal. Yeah, new I'm show. excited for that. That's uh, that's next season, I it's believe. April. It's, it comes yeah. out in April. It's spring. Nice. Man, um, got some good stuff on the horizon. But yeah, with SSSS Gridman, the thing that makes me okay with that insufferable acronym is what we find out it means in the show. What does it mean again? Uh, something, something, save a soul. Yeah, it was like, <coughs> shoot, <laughs> let I mean, me find out. I mean, something, something, save a soul actually lines up with the SSSS. So you're right. We got it. We got it. It's all there. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, we don't have to, we don't have to <laughs> figure well, that out. There, there was. Whoa. What? So I didn't know that the American localization of Gridman was originally called Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. All with S's. So they did the they did the, the Resident Evil 7 thing where they took both names for the East and West localizations and combined them, where in Japan, Resident Evil is called Biohazard. And for the seventh ah. entry, in America, it was called, or well, I should say in the West, because it was this way in Europe too. It was called Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. And in Japan, it was called Biohazard 7 Resident Evil. I don't know why that just gave me goosebumps, but for some reason it well, did. Well, it gave me goosebumps to me all the time. Because <laughs> I was like, I saw that and I was like, Oh, that's cool. That's really Let's neat. Let's see. I'm trying to find the reason, the, the explanation for SSSSS. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. So, uh, here it is. It actually stands for Special special Signature to Save a Soul. Uh, that's what it was. Yeah, and it was like, uh, yeah, that was when my theory came to light. I was like, yes. The yeah. story, the, the story is about what? Oh my god, what's your face? Purple girl. What's her name? The villain. Like, the main villain. Akane. It starts with the day. Akane, yep. Akane Shinjo. It was like, oh my god, the story's about them, or about her. Yep. Oh man, what a revelation. But, so, hero driving change. Uh, yeah. Uh, and the potential. Yeah, she was running from her potential. She was just comfortable to exist in her own fake little world and she wanted it to stay the same yeah she wanted it to be exactly how she wanted it she didn't care about what other people wanted yeah like she she would change things around but it was like it's all up to her 
And what was the tragedy? What was the tragedy or the sacrifice? Well, that stuff's more uh, metaphorical in this mm-hmm. case. Because the tragedy was that she felt like she couldn't go outside of her, her head. Mm. Like, she couldn't go hang out with people in the real world. She had to just be in her fantasy. Yeah. <clears throat> she was afraid to go outside. She was uh, afraid to move on from everything. Um, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> that was the tragedy, was that she kind of was a hermit. She had been driven into her own, her own I head. guess, just her own space. Yeah. <clears throat> her own echo chamber, an echo chamber of her own creation. Ah, uh, yeah. But, uh, and then the sacrifice is that whole world. She has to sacrifice all of that stuff. Yeah. So that she can move on. Yeah, so that she can grow. Yeah. Gosh, man. The the final moments of that show were incredible. I can't believe how long ago that was that I saw that. Yeah. I can't believe more people don't talk about it. When people talk about, you know, trigger shows, obviously they talk about Kill a Kill. And they talk about Little Witch Academia. Well, I I guess Gurren Lagann isn't trigger. Yeah, well, I mean, it, they still talk about that because it was basically the same team. Yeah. No one talks about Gridman. And it's absolutely one of them. Like, it's one of the best. Yeah. Um, um, but that's that's all the shows that we've watched so far that have been classified as Belt. Yeah. Um, I don't have the list of things that we watched that we ended up canceling. <laughs> But we could, yeah, we could figure those out and actually go through them and pinpoint exactly why. It's not, not a bad built. idea. Um, so what were those? There was Burst Angel, Desert Punk. Was that all? Uh, Burst Angel, Desert Punk. I can't think of. Maybe there was another one. Um, uh, My Hero Academia season four. <laughs> My Hero Academia season four. <laughs> Um, that's a joke, by the way, in case no one got that. No one <laughs> Whenever Tim gets really close to the mic, it's usually a joke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, nor- it's normally a hot take. <laughs> um, I think that those are the only two that we've canceled. If if we've canceled more, then they weren't that oh, memorable. No. Oh no, Daniel! Oh, no. What? Do you remember how we watched the entirety of and then forgot all of Air Gear? Oh my god. <laughs> the did. ending was the ending was so nothing that we just and then learning what where it actually goes in like the manga and the other OVAs, it was like, oh, this is trash. <laughs> I had totally forgotten. <laughs> I like removed that from all of my memory banks. And see, it lines up with a lot of this, like the leg- legacy and the potential, <clears throat> but then it does nothing with it. Yeah, it really, it doesn't, well, they aren't living for tomorrow. Yeah. Like, there's no greater thing. They're not trying to make the world a better place. Yeah, they're just trying to disestablishmentarianism. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Got my $20 word in. (coughs) But then they're not really, like, it seems like that at first, but then in the end they're just kind of like part of the same establishment and playing by the same rules. Like when they're talking about like, you know, there's multiple ways to get to the top. 
or no, there's only eight ways to get to the top. And he was like, well, I'm going to do it my own way. I was like, okay, cool. Let's do it. Yeah. And then they don't do anything. Yeah. And then apparently after the anime, it just wallows in nonsense. Yeah. And like defeatist cynicism. And it's just like, and wow. actual like bad violence. Yeah. Like assassinations and stuff like that. And it's like, I thought y'all were just riding some freaking rollerblades. I don't know. <laughs> this is a weird place to take this. You're you're really <laughs> taking the blade part too far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I freaking forget all about air gear. And then <coughs> with Burst Angel. Um not really anything to do with legacy or potential. Yeah, it was kind of just like I feel like if it would have doesn't grown, go anywhere. If it would have grown the main character more, I feel like then we could point at pot- uh, p- potential, uh, potential. But it really doesn't. It doesn't. <clears throat> I mean, we watched how many episodes? I can't even remember. Ah, uh, we watched a few. We watched more than ten. Uh, yeah, and it was like one girl gets kidnapped, so Joe has to save her. That was the majority and that's of the episode. The end of the episode. <laughs> and then the and next one thing. <laughs> then the next episode is well, they rescued the girl who got captured, and they solved the plot. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> it, it was like if 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 there was something, it could still be that basic plot structure if, if it seemed like there was something going on, as far as like, I don't know. No one was changing. Yeah. Like it was it was completely stationary. Yeah. So that was frustrating. Um, there and was then Desert Punk. Uh, that was changing and only getting worse. Yeah. And, but they weren't driving for change. It was comp- the, the whole show was completely reactionary. And yeah. Oh, gosh. The main character was just despicable. Yeah. He became despicable. Uh, let's see. Just got worse and worse. He had no potential. <laughs> yeah, no, he he refused potential. Even yeah, he refused like, responsibility. Like maybe he yeah. would have grown later on in the show, but I did not want to watch it. Yeah, it just wasn't worth sitting through it. Um, and then tragedy. I don't even know of any tragedy or sacrifice. I mean, there are plenty. There is plenty of tragedy. Yeah, but he wouldn't sacrifice anything. Yeah, nothing was sacrificed, and nothing was learned from the tragedy. It was just like, oh, these yeah, poor that people was what just was... got killed. Yeah, that was really frustrating, was that nothing was learned. Yeah. So, Ugh. that's why they weren't built. So, I think that yeah. these, so far, these pillars are either really good pillars for belt, or just really good pillars for the things we like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... That's basically what it is. <laughs> <laughs> we're just I mean, giving we're just giving a name to the things that we like that kind of line up with each other. Yes, yeah, we're noticing patterns. Mm-hmm. So what so what humans are good for? So oh, blow my nose again. I'm sorry. Now that we've uh uh listened to Tim <laughs> snort into yeah, a I'm gonna mute it. <laughs> I'm gonna mute it for them. <laughs> they didn't have to hear it. Okay. Well. Uh, anyway. Uh, Shut up, idiot. Listen to me blow my nose and do good. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about Naruto. Uh, now, Tim said that this uh, this movie, because it is a movie, uh, ended in a weird way. And it really does. Yeah. It is a really abrupt ending. It ends. If well, you've watched the regular show, it ends right when uh, 
whatever his name is. I can't. I don't know his name yet. Naruto. Uh, no, the dude with the the, <laughs> the the spiky hair going off in one direction and the thing covering his whole face. Um, oh wow. Uh, it starts with an H. No, it doesn't. What? It doesn't. What's his name? No. What's his Kakashi. name? Kakashi. Yeah, that yeah. guy. Um, You're gonna remember his name after too long. He's my favorite character. Yeah, I've heard that he gets really good. And I, I I like his character already, especially like when he's reading that trashy romance novel while he's fighting all of them. Yeah. Um uh, I think uh the unfortunately Naruto Kai is just the sub and good good voice acting. I can already tell that overall the voice acting is better in the sub. Hmm. But some characters I really miss from the dub and oh. Kakashi's one of them. Dang. He's he's got this really laid back good delivery for that character in the dub that I I mean it's it's mostly intact in this one but he he comes off as a little more stern. Mm, okay. But uh yeah, but that, it, just just a little thing. The the movie ends like no credits, no nothing, but it ends right when he says y'all should stop being ninjas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I was like Yeah, and I was like that is a good ending. It was, was like, a really like good ending. It was very weird, and I was not expecting it at all. It was, a, it, and it was a good example of how you can do subversion, mm-hmm. and it, and it still be, it, it it isn't, it isn't malicious. Yeah, and because his whole point was like, you guys, if you guys couldn't figure this out, you should all quit. Yeah, and I it's a subversion of uh, the trope um, that we ran into in My Hero Season 4, where Midoriya was doing that big test from Night Eye, and Night Eye yeah. was like, yeah, you're accepted, I just wanted to see what you were going to do. It's like, yeah. that's such that's so dumb, but it started leading that direction when he was like, yeah, I don't see any reason for you to go back to the Ninja Academy, because y'all should just quit. Yeah, like, <laughs> there were actually stakes to that test. Yeah. And like his his whole point wasn't even, you know, because you aren't strong enough right now as children, as rookies. It was that it didn't even occur to you three to try and work together to stop me. Yeah. Like it didn't even occur to you. You guys have bad instincts and you should quit. Like yeah. that. Ugh, I love that part. <laughs> yeah, I. I really I, I enjoyed the first uh the first movie. Um I think that it's very happy go lucky in the beginning. Yeah, it is very happy go lucky. And also it um everything that I've heard about Naruto <laughs> being full of filler. I've heard that these first episodes are pretty filler y. Um mm-hmm. but it didn't feel like that with this movie. It actually felt like it was setting up the characters. I think that they did a good job. I haven't seen yes. the original show. Uh but it, uh I this fan like- edit is very well done. It's I feel very like brisk. they did a really good job. So I am excited to continue. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I like uh, the way that it's... Well, then this is just Naruto in general. Mm-hmm. I like the way that it sets up Naruto's like hero's journey. Mm. This is one of my favorite setups. Just because he has... It's almost like he's cursed and he's the only one who doesn't know it. And then even when he finds out, he's still the only one who doesn't know it. 
because he doesn't care. Yeah. Like, I really like that character. I And I don't think we've, um, well, no, uh, Sheenra kind of fits that. Yeah. Where Sheenra, you know, he, he's, he's a devil or whatever, but yeah, it's, he's the Adola burst. Yeah. But like, you know, they, they, they talk about how, you know, he smiles at that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, he's, he's scary or whatever, but it's not going to stop him from being a hero. Yes, and and he's some people don't know who he is, and you know he can change their mind. The thing with Naruto is that Naruto is infamous through no fault of his own. Right. It's you know he's he has a. Wait a second. Am I getting ahead of myself? Did they explain this in the first movie? That he's the. Uh, that he is the fox thing. Yeah, he like he's got it inside of him. Yeah. Okay, because I yeah, was remember I was like because they like they trapped it in an infinite body and then everybody, uh, all the people who were around during that time didn't like him, uh, because they didn't like the idea of him and then that kind of that sentiment yeah, it was just a reminder. passed into the kids. Yeah, it was even a reminder. if the kids you, didn't understand. Exactly. Yeah, which, I, and and I like how everything is is. It's like it's unfairly stacked against him because he hasn't done anything. Right. And uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but I like, I really like Naruto's, no, his, uh, his obstacle that he has mm-hmm. to overcome because he seems to be the one that's least bothered by his obstacle. Yeah. Like he thinks about it less often than anyone else does. Like when they see him, it's all they see, but he's just trying to like, you know, he, he's just trying to impress his crush. Yeah. Which um, that's that's gonna, I don't know if that's gonna get old or not. But I I don't really care for love triangles. But I do love how Sasuke just doesn't care about it at all. Yeah. Uh. Well, I mean, unfortunately, it stays around. Oh. But, um, it does get. I will say it. It, it is definitively solved, and. <coughs> By the time that by the time the time skip happens, mm-hmm. which is the difference between Naruto and Naruto Shippuden, right? Yeah. Okay. It's not really a story factor, and in fact, at a point where it comes back, where like they, they try to make it a point, mm-hmm. Naruto is like, "What are you talking about? Like, hmm. what is this? Like, and, and it's it's kind of like ah, that old thing. Like, we're not we're not doing that, right?" So yeah, it, it goes away eventually, but um, it is an issue you're gonna have to deal with for a little while because, uh, I think rather unfortunately, most of Sakura's character in the uh, beginning of Naruto is I have a crush on Sasuke and I hate Naruto and that's most of her character. Yeah, I can already tell that. Yeah, um, but then eventually she becomes a brawler. So, uh, yeah, she's in my good graces. <laughs> Does she wear a nice coat that has fur on it? I'm in some capacity? Not. I'm afraid not. <laughs> just a bomber jacket? That would be sick. She just gets, like, a vest. It's like a red <laughs> vest. But she gets, like, the shorter hair, and she gets, like, the, uh, um... The Steve Fox moves from Tekken. <laughs> like, she gets that stuff, and it's like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> we cool, we cool. 
But yeah. Oh, um, man. So this obviously, you know, the, this, I would say this episode or this movie, the first one, its mm-hmm. arc is kind of like it's establishing Naruto and, you know, his hero's journey or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if we, if we're just looking at it on its own and the way that it ends is it's kind of like, you can have all the aspirations in the world, you know, have whatever opinion of yourself you want to have. Mm-hmm. But if it's not even going to occur to you to try to work with others, you're doomed. <laughs> like humans can't do We can only do so much alone and it's very little. Yeah. My, uh, my coworker was watching over my shoulder as I was watching the final few minutes of this episode or this movie. Um, and you know it ends with him saying y'all should just give up. And yeah. My coworker and I looked at him and was like, "What if? What if the show just ended right there?" <laughs> I actually think if if it had no connection, if it wasn't like an adaptation of something that was already way bigger, that would be a really funny short, like if or a really funny movie where the ending was just like, "How did you get this this wrong?" Like that's a good ending to a comedy. <laughs> Like, don't, don't get me wrong. I like when, uh, okay. So I prefer stories to have good messages. I prefer them to have, you know, uh, a story that you can be inspired by, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, like a hero's hero's journeys. I really like that stuff. And I like, you know, uh, good, good mythological coding and symbolism and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I also like one punch man. (laughs) I like, you know, when something is deliberately taking the piss out of something to also make another point, like to, to not subvert you and, you know, to not, you know, wallow in cynicism or, you know, give you bad advice, but like, just, just to be like, I mean, be a little bit realistic, you know? (laughs) And it's like, "Mm, this is dumb. And this is why, like I like I like that I appreciate that it it definitely has its place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but I I am really excited to see where it goes. But I'm glad that it doesn't end right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like oh my god, what? Yeah, <laughs> <coughs> what a sharp ending too. Yeah, I think that's just a result of this is a fan edit. Yeah, yeah, it, it could have been. It could have been a little higher quality in its execution, but yeah. Is when does the show switch from uh four by three to sixteen by nine? That's a good question. I don't know. I think it might be Shippuden. Okay. So the time skip was when there was a, a big jump in quality. Eh, well. Okay, I won't say like a big jump in quality, but it was when everything gets sort of updated, I guess. Like Gotcha. The the writing gets updated to to where it stops being mostly kid oriented. The subject matter changes to be more about you know adult themes like mm-hmm. war and stuff like that. Uh, and the way characters are drawn and proportioned gets changed to be a little more realistic. Okay. In Shippuden. Now. So. Is and Boruto is that Naruto's like child? Yeah. Is that good? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Huh. 
that might be something to uh, might be something to look into if we I, enjoy the entirety of this fan edit. I know that Barto is it, it has its own fans. Like there are people they're they're like kids who just watch Boruto and only know Naruto as Boruto's dad. That's become a meme. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's at least good enough to set itself apart and not require the old one. But, you know, it's upsetting all the, the boomer lineals who are like, don't call him Boruto's dad. He's Naruto. He's earned that. <laughs> <laughs> there is. <coughs> there is a. Tim's God dying. help. <laughs> there was a meme that was circulating where uh, they were at the, the ramen shop. And Naruto sees a like a vision of his younger self next mm-hmm. to Boruto eating ramen, and one of the cap or like the comment said, um, "Did Naruto have another dead son?" Because they didn't know who Naruto was. Like they didn't. Oh man! <laughs> Who's that kid that looks kind of like Boruto and his dad? That's... Is he? Did he die? That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> so. <clears throat> also, fun fact. Boruto is just the Japanese pronunciation of the word bolt. Bolt? So his name is just Bolt. <laughs> Boruto. Huh. So, yeah. I can hear it now. Uh, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched anything to do with Boruto. I haven't played the games either. Like, I've played Ultimate Ninja Storm 1, 2, and 3, but 4 is the one with Boruto, and I haven't played that one. 4 is also the one with the ending of Naruto, which I haven't seen. So even though I kind of know how it ends, I, like, I didn't want to spoil it for myself. And so. is it because you just got past, or you couldn't get past uh, a really, like, dull part? Yeah. And uh, this Naruto Kai is going to really help with that. Yeah. Thank goodness for fan edits. It might just be just one movie. <laughs> yeah. It, that whole issue, that whole like 20 episode arc that was just like, ah, just get a move on. Yeah. It might just be one film. Hmm. All right. So next week we're going to be moving away from Naruto. Uh, we'll, we may mention something about it if it ties sure. into. Uh, sure, sure, sure. But we're going to be watching the I mean I have like three episodes of uh of Fire Force to catch up on and yeah, that'll we'll be watching. that'll finish it off. Yeah, we'll finish the rest of Fire Force and then we'll talk about the season in its entirety. Dude. And that'll be kind of the premiere for our season 2 yeah. of this show. Where we're really, 2020 really leaning into the uh uh this new format. Yes. So I'm excited. And Tim won't be flu ridden. Hopefully not. Hopefully it's gone by next week. <laughs> I, I was saying, I think it's fitting that uh, 2020, like 2020, I want to be like the biggest one, mm. like the, the biggest, baddest one yet. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to start it off by recovering from the flu. I'm yeah. like, ah, it's poetic. Yeah. I mean, gonna have I'll, them obstacles. Yeah. You got, you got to have adversity or else you can't realize your potential. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're gonna catch up on Fire Force. We're not gonna worry about the other shows right now. Um, uh, uh, but I mean, like, 
Uh, we'll, they are not of immediate concern. If, if we do watch them, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll mention them if it's relevant. Um, yes. I think uh, what's important is that we make these episodes a little more timeless, a little easy to jump into at any point. Yeah. yeah. And if we're talking about things in their entirety, that's that's way more viable. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, next episode is the Fire Force Season 1 episode. Yep, and man, it has it has been a really good season. I'm I'm excited oh, yes. to see how it ends. So, this has been a great show. Yeah, and I feel like, man, we didn't deserve to have this and Doctor Stone all at once. Yeah, and it's gonna create how, some doldrums. How blessed! Yes, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> uh, I'm like I'm trying to look around for some stuff. Yeah, I've been it. trying, but everything is isekai or just garbage. <laughs> yes, isekai or garbage. In other words, garbage or garbage. Uh, yeah. Lord, I see. I see this. I see this. Uh, I I think I watched like half of the first episode of this uh, cautious hero. The hero is overpowered but overly Jesus cautious. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's an isekai. Yep. They are all isekais, those isekais. They all be doing the isekai things. And I swear to God, I'm still seeing it. I'm still seeing the I'm not like the other girls. I'm still seeing those arguments everywhere. We're like, no, but this is a good one. And I'm like, mate, <laughs> I, do okay. you realize everyone's saying it? I'm seeing this thing called Radiant. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, that's not an isekai. But what I heard someone describe it as is a, a much less charming version of One Piece. But oh. that was coming from someone who's watched all of One Piece. And those oh. people are insane. <laughs> so <laughs> so how, how many grains of salt... Do I need to be to eat gobbling down <laughs> when I take their opinions? So, yeah, I'm thinking about giving it a shot. Yeah, I I just bookmarked it, so I'll I'll probably give it a shot. I, the Radiant season two is currently airing, uh, but the first one has a dub. Uh, well, they both have dubs. Yeah, the cover like, is what the cover is what got me. Yeah, and I like that title. Yeah, it's a good title. Uh. Also, it has, from what I understand, it has the the old woman kung fu master character, which I've got a soft spot for. <laughs> I think they're always cool. And uh, she kind of reminds me of uh, the master from Full Metal Alchemist, mm -hmm. just her design. And it's like, ah, it's a really good design. I always like that. Did you Did you finish Full Metal Alchemist? No, I didn't. Unfortunately. Oh. I was watching Brotherhood, and I never finished it. It was one of those things that got away from me. I was watching it uh, after I got my wisdom teeth taken out, mm. and I watched a bunch of episodes while I was on painkillers, and I so, didn't remember them correctly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, like, remembered, I remembered vivid, shocking imagery, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think I remember seeing. I love that um, show. Yeah, I, I need to. I need to finish it. I feel like 
the whole show feels so incomplete. Like everything feels so unsatisfying the whole way through. So I'm thinking the ending has got to be satisfying. Because it's not one of those things where you can take it on an arc-to-arc basis or a season-to-season basis. Like, Dragon Ball Z, you could watch to the end of the Frieza arc and then be done. And it was satisfying. Felt like a full story. But Full Metal Alchemist, at no point did I feel like anything was done. (laughs) Yeah. It was like, this is a big, long story and it's really unfinished. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to finish that. All right, well, so we may we may look into that over the next couple weeks. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I think Radiant is actually... It's interesting that you brought that up. I keep forgetting about it, but it keeps showing up. And I'm like, it got a second season, so there must be some kind of appeal to it, and it's not an isekai, so God bless it. <laughs> yeah, God that's worth a shot it, right there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's worth looking at it just for that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. But next week, Fire Force Season 1. For, Can't for, wait to finish it. For sure. And it's going to be a blast. Oh, yes. Okay, oh, I can't wait. A fire blast. <laughs> All right. Dude, David Production. David Production, I can't. I can't wait for JoJo Season... Or JoJo Part 6. You know, I just need to take the plunge. I just need to take the plunge and watch JoJo. You know what I want someone to do? Hmm. Someone, someone should make a... Uh, a... A Jojo Kai, but it should just be every episode strung together in a single file without <laughs> you having to skip. Because the Naruto thing, not just not just taking out the filler, but not making it to where you have to skip an intro and skip an outro every time. Mm-hmm. That was like, oh my god, that's such a boon. That's so nice to yeah. not have to deal with that. Yeah, that's a nice so, feeling. If someone just did that with the entirety of JoJo because all of JoJo is great and can't be skipped, then <laughs> then yes, I think that would be brilliant. That, only, that would help people. The only thing that I would miss would be the the friggin' roundabout stinger at the end. Yeah, and, which um, I know that the the song changes, uh, but the only one that I know in is the original the roundabout. Yeah. Well, that's like the most iconic. Well, yeah, also, yeah. it's it's frequently the best. Yes, <laughs> because that riff to have like a splash page on, it's like, oh, it's good. It's never the wrong pick. Yeah, man, freaking yes, they had such a good bass line in that song. <laughs> I mean, you can have it be a good thing, a bad thing, a funny thing. It's perfect. Yep. <laughs> it's like, you know, the the villain like reveals himself from behind them. Perfect. They, they, you know, they, they deck someone. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> Something goofy happens. Oh, just perfect. It's like, oh, it's perfect. It's just, it, there's nothing better than that. Yep. So yeah, watch JoJo. That's uh, as as the JoJo fans say, you should watch JoJo. Yeah, I probably should. Yeah, it's man, David Production. They are not... a good studio. They are killing it. And, Killing it with Fire Force. And man, I think that the the standout thing for for Fire Force is the sound. Yeah, which is amazing considering how good it looks. Yeah. Gosh. Oh, I'm so excited to finish it. I know. Oh, I'm getting I'm getting butterflies. I might as well <laughs> like, go ahead and start watching it because I'm gonna watch the whole show. I'm gonna want to watch the whole show over too. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. Ooh. That's a good idea. Um, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so I, I've got to go be, uh, I, I have to edit this, but then I'm going to be bedridden for a little bit, just because, you know, got to gotta get those hours in. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, yeah, I'll probably watch through Fire Force, send you some thoughts on yeah. stuff we could talk about, just as we're a little bit, a little prepare for that big, big bad discussion. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. Uh, takeaway from today is uh, whenever you got the flu, start talking about animes, and then by the end of it, you'll be energized. <laughs> I actually, I feel pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> this is this is the power. The power, the power of, of belt. The power of potential. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought of that video. The, I have the power of God and anime, anime on, on my, my side. side. <laughs> 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 All right. Yep. Ah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember, kids. Wash your hands. Get the flu shot when it's ready. And cover your mouth when you cough. Cover your, do the vampire cough. Cough in your elbow. Mm. You're not going to be picking up your sliced pizza with your inside of your elbows. Get, you won't get the germs. I had no idea where you were going with that. <laughs> you cough in your hand. Your hand touches everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you all next week. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>